The Nerd and Tie Podcast is, unsurprisingly, a part of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more shows, from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Did you know you could sponsor Nerd and Tie? That's right. For just $20, we'd say your name here. We'd say how kicking you look in those jeans, and we'd compliment your mom. Probably. If you like her. If you don't like her, that's a that that's between you and her. Anyways, go to nerdandtie.com, click on the sponsor buttons, and uh, find the information there. Because that's where information lives. On the Information Superhighway. Which is here now. On this episode of Nerd and Tie... Uh, we talk about Picard Season 3. We talk about the new Flash trailer. Wizards of the Coast called the Pinkertons on someone. And Gens, Gens been watching anime. That's that's a whole topic. And our heroic heroes of uh, legend are going to take a couple of quizzes because it's fun. And we're not doing the Vomit Ad Steve Challenge this week, month, whatever. I don't care. Don't want to. So, Sorry. Welcome to Nerd and Tie, uh, the only podcast on the internet with a dress code. I am one of your hosts, Trey Dorn. Uh, joining me, as always, are, of course, the phenomenal Celeste Star Twin. Hey, everybody. And the splendid yet mysterious Genprock. What day? <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been a hell of a month. Um, it really has been. Life is just all kinds of sideways for some of us, and for others, it's just. Well said. And that's what you call committing to the bit. <laughs> I did not take a deep breath before I did that, too. All right. Um, but, you know, fun stuff exists in the universe, and we're going to think about that fun stuff, aren't we? Because that would be less depressing than... Um, you, you get... You get you, I'm not going to do the whole thing. All right. <laughs> Speaking of fun, uh, randomizing our topic list, let's start out with, uh, well, Wizards of the Coast called the Pinkertons on a dude. And that's just wild. Um, so yeah. How many people realize that the Pinkertons still exist? I did not realize they were still around. Actually, no, I think I did. I think I did because there was a Old West Pinkerton show a while ago that they were officially listed as like consultants on. Oh. Um, I, I knew they still existed, but I knew that because I listened to um, people telling stories about how they got out of cults. And there was a guy who was very much alive who said that was one of his jobs while working for a cult. So <laughs> he was a Pinkerton while in the cult. Yes. Well, okay. The Pinkertons were not the cult, but he was right, in right, a right. cult and he needed money and he was it was a martial arts cult. 
So he got a Pinkerton job. That sounds like a much more interesting podcast than this one. Um, <laughs> all right. So Sorry. let's talk about what actually happened to the story. So Aftermath is an upcoming um, Magic the Gathering expansion that's not supposed to release until May 12th. Um, it's it's built as a supplement to the game's current uh, March of the Machine expansion, um, which has been available since uh, April 21st. So old school MTG, um, the YouTuber who uh, did an unboxing video of what turned out to be March of the Machine, the Aftermath booster packs, which is uh, not something that he was supposed to have. Um hmm. Now, according to according to old school MTG, uh, he he did not. Um, he got the 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 product from uh, he bought it from a friend who he doesn't know where the guy got it from, and the the March of the Machine like so the aftermath boxes are actually really similar to the existing like set like the existing March of the Machine boxes. So it's entirely mm-hmm. possible this is just something that accidentally shipped early, like someone grabbed the wrong box in a warehouse. But what happened is, so he did this like unboxing video where he displayed all these cards, and so the Wizards of the Coast, Watsi, sent the Pinkertons, hired the Pinkertons, and sent them to Old School MTG's house and demanded he hand over the cards. What do you even do with that? I'm just wow. Yeah, like th- these guys just showed up at the guy's house first thing in the morning and uh just, you know, th- effectively threatened him into handing the cards back over. But uh yeah, it's just it's nuts. Yeah. Over little pieces of cardboard. Now, now Watsi apparently the representative have reached out to the guy and apologized and have offered to make up for the, you know, um, the the like make up for like all the stuff they took for them without refund by offering to send them a bunch of like merch and like compensation. Um, but you know, that's still. But I mean, like functionally, armed mercenaries were sent to his house, right? <laughs> over card game cards. Yeah. yeah. Over over someone breaking the street date on magic cards. Yeah, like, Wizards of the Coast, are are you okay? No, apparently you're not. Because this, combined with the whole hullabaloo with the, um, like, improving D&D. Oh, that that, that fiasco from, yeah, from last year. Yeah, yeah, that whole fiasco. Like, what's going on, guys? Are you okay over there? Well, I think it's because Hasbro has figured out that Wizards of the Coast is one of their largest money makers, mm. and so it, they make actually a huge chunk of Hasbro's revenue. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think this is uh, like it's hard to say. Is it Watsi or is it the parent company? Yeah. Uh, yeah, either, it wouldn't be surprising. Either way. Bit of a fucking overreaction. Sorry yeah. to get my f bomb out early in the episode, but yeah, no, that's just insane. And jeez, uh, and like 
sucks for this poor guy. Right? <laughs> like. Apparently they made the guy's uh, wife cry. Um, oh, how dare they? Like, I'm sorry, but if like, if you don't know. And if the, if first of all, why did you de- design the boxes so similarly? Well, it's supposed that they could to be, be mistaken for each other. It's because it's supposed to be an expansion on March of the Machine. So understandable, yeah. but there should still be some difference enough. Like you can th- like theme them together, but they should be different enough. Yeah. That if you don't want them mixed up, they don't get mixed up. I think it's likely just literally someone in a warehouse grabbed the wrong box. Yeah. And yeah. It's um that feels really likely to me. Yeah. We've we've all been at least I know Celeste and I have both been in warehouses before. Celeste yep. has the most warehouse experience out of anyone on the show. Yep, unfortunately. I am no longer forklift certified though. That that it expired. I am no longer forklift certified. Dang it, and I need you to drive this forklift for me. I know. I'm sorry. That's it's not it's <laughs> not my fate anymore. Not my lot in life. That goes to another younger forklift driver who has yet to experience forklift adventures the way I did. Forklift the next generation. <laughs> Speaking of the next generation, (laughs) Picard season three recently wrapped up on Paramount Plus and uh, oh boy, that was good. Yeah, we this is like one of those shows that we've talked about a lot on Nerd and Tie. I think we've talked about it like every episode uh, that we've done, but I don't mind because it's uh, it was fun. It was fun. Star Trek. So, I yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed. I I enjoyed it as um, I I very much enjoyed the finale. I enjoyed the season. Um, it was frustrating to a degree because it did feel like a different show for the last season, and I was enjoying the show that it was for the two seasons before that. But that said, the show they gave us for this season was still amazing. Like, so that's like, it's. I, I liken it to like, so like if you, I, I finally got around to watching Ant-Man 3, right? Okay. And it's a perfectly decent Marvel movie. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. But then I watched like the Honest Trailer guys complaining about it. And all their complaints were that it wasn't the movie they wanted it to be, right? Like we had seen two Ant-Man movies. There were these heist movies and we had these side characters and we don't have those characters in this movie. And this isn't that kind of a movie. And I can understand that disappointment. But for what it actually is, it executes well. Right. And so it's the the problem is they didn't like the movie because it wasn't the movie they thought they it wasn't the movie they wanted to get. And they didn't judge it on its own merits as to the movie it was. And I think Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing that I have to remind myself of Picard season three is it's not the show that I wanted. But if I judge the show for what it was, it was really good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I get it. Like I. I'm going to be honest, when I heard that the entire TNG cast was back, I was hoping for functionally a TNG reunion, and th- that's what I got. That's what we got. So, well, yeah. it wasn't the entire TNG cast. It's true. Barkley was nowhere to be seen. I was I was more thinking um, a character who is in the opening credits of multiple seasons of that show 
uh, who has appeared on Picard before, did not appear in the third season, and that is Will Wheaton's Wesley Crusher. And the lesson of season three, I think, at least when it comes to uh, Beverly's character, is Wesley needs to call his mom. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) She keeps talking about how she lost Wesley, and we know he's fine. We just saw him. Right? We just saw him at the end of season two. We know Wesley Crusher is fine and doing his best doctor impersonation ever. Not the kind his mother is, but the kind from Gallifrey. And it's... (laughs) Like, she just keeps talking about how she lost Wesley because she gave it like, I'm like, Wesley, call your mom. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I think I told you this before, but one of the freeing experiences I had recently was the realization that sometimes I can just enjoy the things I want to enjoy and I don't have to be a completist about it. Yeah. So if it wasn't for my other Star Trek fans that had watched season two saying exactly what you're saying, you included Trey. Yeah. I would not know Wesley was alive. Oh, okay. Nothing about that indicated it to me because the whole time I'm like, Oh, that's too bad. No, I no, guess he no. died off screen. You, you see him. He shows up. <laughs> he has a surprise cameo in season two. Yeah. I, I, I didn't watch season two. I just, I like it. I like season two. But I, so, like, part of the problem is the reason why I can't continue everything into uh, season three is there are a couple of characters who are written out at the end of season two, but uh, who are major characters in the first two seasons. It's like I really like Rios as a character. I really like that actor. Yeah, it's I'm um, always happy when he's in things. And I'm it, still it is a minor spoiler him. to say that season two involves time travel, and he opts to stay behind mm-hmm. in the past. So it's like. Uh, you can't have Rios in season three, but Rios is one of my favorite characters on the goddamn show. I mean, I like Rafi, I, and obviously I love Seven, and, you know, um, Alison Pill's character's name is escaping me, and it's really bothering me that I can't remember her character's name. I really liked her character, too. Um, there are moments in season three of Picard where I'm like, why aren't you calling Alison Pill's character? <laughs> But that's too much of a spoiler if you ever do decide to watch season two. <laughs> and we'll see. I'm I'm happy I watched season three. It it scratched an itch. Oh yeah, no, me. it's you. you uh, don't, yeah, season I'm three was probably amazing. finally pulling the trigger and adding seven of nine to my cosplay list. I love uh, her so much. Like her character evolution through Picard. Um, it is a it is a little awkward that her first officer is her ex-girlfriend that's an opportunity (laughs) it's a little orville of them i mean yeah except like the the one scene (laughs) we got of that didn't make me want to stick sporks in my eyes so it's nothing like the orville (laughs) i I know i was i was just it was no no i i just the joke was there you you gave me a chance to to crap on the orville as if i'm not gonna take it um yeah yeah Um, the orville like did get continuously better throughout its run but it did not get good like you'd you'd occasionally have a moment of like oh that was fun science fiction and then he he would just ruin it like the next episode 
I mean, that sounds like when I had COVID. Like, oh, well, at least the coughing isn't as bad today. What an improvement. The, the completionist in me <laughs> did watch every episode of The Orville. Ugh. Ugh. I'm judging you. I, I put on shows in the background while I'm working on other stuff. It's and, and occasionally you run out of content. Bunch of shows that I've been wanting to watch haven't been like dubbed into English, so it, I can't do them in the background. <laughs> Speaking of doing in the background, um, I'm I don't know how to try this. So we've got to do flash trailer. <laughs> Yeah, hey, um, <laughs> so everyone here has watched the new Flash trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Sure do, sure do like yeah. seeing a third Burton Batman movie. It was forced upon me in it... an unskippable ad. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it voluntarily out of morbid curiosity. Uh, it sure does start out as a Batman trailer, uh. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing feels like it's a Batman movie that they were contractually hey, hey obligated now. to put the Flash in. Hey, now, the yeah. new trailer feels like a Batman and Supergirl movie. Okay, excuse me. Oh, my me. God, world's finest. <laughs> you know, that would be more appropriate than titling this thing they, The Flash. They should have called it The Flash World's Finest. And, like... And just to put this in perspective, I know some some folks out there, if you're who are familiar with the comics, are probably going to get on my case, and some who aren't familiar with the comics are also going to get on my case. So let me give some clarity. The uh, movie has basically the trailers have put all the cards on their table. They're definitely drawing from the Jeff Johns book Flashpoint, which is a perfectly fine. Justice League event comic. You know what it is not? A good standalone Flash story. I think I know what's happening, though. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, here's the thing. They did actually do, do a, good, a very Flash-centric version of Flashpoint on the TV show The Flash. Um, I think I know what's happening with the marketing. Uh-huh. They're trying to hide that Ezra Miller is in this movie. Oh, absolutely. That's it. That's that's it. They want to show you everything. Like, they have to have the minimum amount of Ezra Miller in the trailers because it is a Flash movie, but they want to emphasize all the stuff that's not him. So you're not them. Not I should them. Say. Yeah. Sorry. I, you know, the problem is that they're playing a character who uses he, him pronouns. And so that's where my brain, like, flips around because, you know, Barry Allen's he, him, but Ezra Miller's they, them. Um I think that's what flips my switch. Uh, like they, they as in Warner Brothers really wants to downplay the fact that they as in Ezra Miller are in this movie as much as possible. So they're emphasizing everything that isn't Ezra Miller. Like I'm betting, I'm betting Keaton's Batman doesn't show up until three quarters of the way through the movie. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the, the thing is, and I, I guess I almost feel for the director. I'm not going to feel for Warner Brothers because they're under the control of David Zaslav, who's just a god-awful human being. But I do feel for some of the people working on the movie in that 
like Hollywood contracts are pretty nuts, especially if you're a main actor. So they can't recast or cut around Ezra Miller because they are in rehab right now. And there's Screen Actors Guild rules against that. But, but it doesn't change the fact that they have a superhero movie starring a pretty well-documented alleged serial abuser possible cult leader that is simply titled The The Flash as if it's like going to be a the definitive story of this character but but it's not this is just a story that prominently features the flash so that we can have a justification for why we're throwing all of the bathwater out again because we need this DC universe to work. <clears throat> and mean, this time's going to be the the one, you guys. This is the mm, reboot that's going to do it. Sure. I mean, here's the thing. Um, Jonathan Majors is... Uh, Marvel's got the Jonathan Majors problem. Right? Right. Like, and presumably they've shot the entirety of Loki season two already, which he is in. Right. Um, and obviously Quantum Mania is still showing in some theaters, um, a few of them, and also available for purchase right now on streaming. Um, coming to Disney Plus in probably about a month. Uh, <laughs> but like the MCU has built all the stuff. They can recast Kang, but they 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 are going to be forced to use the footage of him playing the part um in other stuff. It's Ezra Miller, like replacing him would be so like even if like regardless of like rehab or anything like that, um re they they shot the whole movie, you know, so no matter what, they were gonna be stuck with it. Because even if even if there wasn't some restriction on redoing stuff, you can't it would be so expensive to reshoot the film because Ezra Miller is playing two different characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they've already like done all this stuff with motion control shots and two takes and multiple takes and multiple performances that had to be blended together. But now you're stuck with a movie with two Ezra Millers. I know having one Ezra Miller is already a liability. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, Oh, is it bad that I still want to see this movie? No, no, it's, it's fine. It's, it's fascinating. I'm sure it's going to be fascinating the same way. Like, um, you know, car crashes are fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) I, I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Like maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a look at it, but I, I just, I can't bring myself to... I do not care. (laughs) I just don't care. Here's the thing, too. I I just want to put this in perspective. Flashpoint, the comic, came out when I was in college. This is the third adaptation of Flashpoint since that comic came out. There has been a straight-to-video animated movie. There was a uh, a storyline in the live-action TV show, and now we're doing it again. And, like, 
it's a perfectly serviceable comic. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I just don't care about it anymore. <laughs> they have spent like for the hardcore DC fans, this is their third time spending this nickel. Yeah, but that that could be you know, broadened into a wider argument of um you know, the lack of new creative content um especially in Hollywood movies. Oh no, that's that's absolutely fair. It just morphs into like this big glob of blech. Um, I still feel bad for Sasha Kaye though, like her getting cast as Supergirl, and it's in you know this. <laughs> well, I mean, there are there are tons of of people who have. Um, you know, come out of really bad productions and and done good with with good careers and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, Michael I mean, B. Jordan was in Fant Four Stick. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, guys, guys, breaking news! It's okay. very important. Okay. In Dune Two, the new trailer at CinemaCon came out. Okay. So it hasn't hit the internet yet, but it's been shown to critics at CinemaCon. Uh-oh. Has Timothy Chalamet riding a sandworm? Whew, okay. All right. Everything's okay. Okay. It's going to be all right, everybody. Paul's going to ride a sandworm, guys. He's going to ride the sandworm. Yep. Just keep that in mind. Paul Atreides is going to get on top of that worm and he's going to ride it. He's going to ride it good. He's going to ride that sandworm. He's going to ride it. Oh yeah! Wait, what? Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> it's so not everything is terrible. No, not everything. Exactly. Some things are real good. Some so, some movies can can star a twink who isn't awful. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, on that <laughs> note, and are extremely. But actually, th- you know, yeah. I mean, there's there's other good stuff like the the Barbie trailer was amazing that came out in the last one. Yes. Um, I I love that everyone is freaking hyped for the Barbie movie. Barbie looks phenomenal. Like it looks, it amazing. looks amazing. There's tons of like little details that the Barbie collector scene is like really excited about which is cool Greta Gerwig is such an interesting director I'm yeah. excited to see her take on it oh oh we didn't even mention that the new doctor the new doctor who is going to be yes. seen by a lot of people in Barbie before we see him in Doctor Who I and, am ecstatic about that and they <laughs> they recently released photos of the costumes didn't they for the latest um, doctor yeah, um, there, there. So they released pictures of one costume, but then there was another extremely funky, like sixties, seventies sixties vibe with this, with this massive afro going on. It's not, not massive, but it's not massive. Yeah. Okay, that's true. That's not. But, it's but like the sidekick is very sixties mod. 
Yeah, no, it is. Oh, I feel pandered to. It's so cool. <laughs> no, I think shooting out was going to be great. Okay, yeah. The, the, the dude's funny as all get out. Um, I don't know. I like Scottish doctors, so uh, Shooty definitely fills that role very nicely. Yeah. I can't and, wait. And, I cannot and, wait to see what he brings to both. And Barbie a drag queen's going to gonna be a major part. Yeah. I'm Hell excited. yeah! I I'm like. Excited. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's so much stuff that's happened because, you know, we talk about Picard season three, but we didn't talk about the Mandalorian season three. Which yeah, I, I didn't see it. So, so I can't talk. All right. So season three, uh, first off, uh, uh, minor spoiler. That's not really a spoiler because it's not plot related. But Pedro mm. Pascal is not in that costume this season. <laughs> it's his voice this season. But he never takes his mask off the entire season. Mm. Like in the first two seasons, there was a moment where he takes his mask off. Uh, he is not in that armor. He's he's not. He's not in that armor because he's probably busy doing other stuff. The <laughs> Last of Us, um, yeah. <laughs> the other show where he's escorting a magical child. Yeah. Um, so this is. I just want to say this about uh, the Mandalorian season three. First off, I like the Mandalorian season three. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Um, I think it's funny that people were complaining about the episode with Lizzo and Jack Black, um, just, but because that's my favorite episode of the season. Um, Have we? I'm I I'm stealing this from someone on Twitter, but I never I never need a reason for Jack Black to be somewhere. I yeah. will always yeah. accept Jack Black is somewhere. I just think that's normal. Also, I cannot imagine that taking you out of the scene. Also, Christopher Lloyd's in that episode. Come on. Um, yeah, it's it's a it I yeah, but it is weaker than the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, and I think the biggest problem that the show has um is dragging into mythos that isn't necessarily fully set up, um, because it's relying on stuff from the animated shows. Mm. Because there have been times where like I've had to yeah. like uh, maybe emphasize a few things that even I haven't watched the animated shows. I just research stuff on Wikipedia because I, I just don't have the energy to watch a kid's show for star Wars. I'm not enough of a star Wars fan to do it. I, the thing is, I, I would, I understand where you're coming from with, right. uh, um, with, uh, rebels, uh, clone wars season two onward. I, uh, I think it's every bit as, uh, intense if not more so than the mandalorian um yeah it's uh, like this is not me being critical of the shows i just i'm saying that i'm not a person who's watched them right so but i because of my obsessive nerd brain if i see something that i like i know of the care like i knew who bo katan was before i watched the mandalorian because i am aware of things happening in star wars even if i'm not watching it right See, this like is I knew I was... who Ahsoka Tano was before I watched the new Star Wars shows. See, this is what I was worried about because, like, I I really enjoyed seasons one and two. I've also enjoyed well, all of the cartoons. The but yeah, I had to like explain to my dad the lore of Bo Katan Kryza yeah. and her relationship with the other characters and that when she said she was good friends of the Jedi, she was talking about the orange skinned woman who showed up back in season two. And yeah, well, I'm kind the, of 
just as worried about that with the Ahsoka trailer. The Ahsoka, well, it, yeah, let me, let, yeah, it's as for the show, but I'm a big Rebels fan, yeah. and it sure well, looks like it's the live action season five of Rebels. That's what I'm so, what so I'm, yeah, that's that, gonna help me. I know that for sure. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to get through that. So, like, I'm trying to to say that, like, so my. So my issues are like, so, but like, so first off the pacing of like, I don't feel like the Mandalorian stands alone as a show very well, because if you never watched Book of Boba Fett, you have this huge skip in the plot where Grogu's leaving at the end of season two, and he's just there at the beginning of season three with no explanation because they put all of that stuff in Book of Boba Fett, right? Mm -hmm. That entire, like, there's an entire like chunk of Book of Boba Fett, which is really what should have been the beginning of Mandalorian season three. Um... And I think that's like I, I think it's a massive disservice to the Mandalorian. But secondly, um, my my major concern goes into more like what's ha- going to happen with the Ahsoka show because yeah, it's as you said. Like I watched that trailer for the Ahsoka show, and I was I was going like I feel like I'm supposed to know who this person is. They are treating this like a reveal, and then I look up. It's like oh, it's a it's a fucking character from Rebels. Oh, that like it's all of this stuff. Like I have no context for. That said, that said, I also feel bad for like knowledge I do have because like they um they in the in the Mandalorian season three, uh this is not a big spoiler because it's just an offhand reference that they're clearly setting up for um they're clearly setting up for Ahsoka just the mention of Grand Admiral Thrawn that mm-hmm. the um the uh uh the, the, the Imperial factions, the quote unquote warlords are secretly coordinating and they're waiting for Grand Admiral Thrawn's return one of those is of course um uh hux who is the father of the the of general hux from the sequel trilogy uh who is doing all the uh, the snoke stuff uh but the other one of the other people in the room was captain uh paleon if i might be saying his name wrong because i've heard it out loud and i was like oh Alien, like he's he's Thrawn's second in command. It's I know him from the heir to gotcha. the Empire, like the 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 Zahn trilogy of of books, and so my brain pronounced. And obviously his later appearances in the EU. Um, the funny thing is he was on screen talking in this council of. I was like, I wonder if that's ca-, like I was like that guy looks like my personal like imagined vision of this character. And then he's addressed by that name two seconds later, and um, I got to have like a little minor victory. Uh, but because so they they really well cast his live action counterpart as exactly what I pictured when I was reading those books, you know, decades ago. Um, and they're clearly setting up Thrawn to be the villain. And it's like, I know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is like, but nobody who has either not read EU novels or not watched his appearances in the animated shows, like that name being mentioned means nothing. Um, yeah, like, I mean, if you're keeping up with the animated shows, at the very least, even if you haven't read the Zahn books, right. he is the main antagonist for seasons three and well, four of and Rebels. Argue, argue, so, like, and, they don't... And the Rebels' appearances are more important because those are the ones that are canon to the current show. Right. But that's that's what I'm saying, is, like, he's a yeah. extremely major presence in those shows. But that's where I'm... I guess I'm concerned about alienating the audience because, again, I'm ecstatic. I loved Rebels. Getting a yeah. fifth season of Rebels sounds great to me, but I'm less I'm concerned not with Thrawn sure how being well the that's villain. Gonna... 
I'm less concerned with Thrawn being the villain because really all I need to know about Thrawn is that he's a high-ranking Imperial officer, and you get that from the title Grand Admiral. You know what I mean? Like it's, and you know, it. You know, they didn't have any problems introducing Moff Gideon on the Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Like, right? It's when people like Harrison Dula, Sabine Wren, yeah, uh, Ezra Bridger. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be interesting to see how that goes over. Like, yeah, and I think they handled the introduction of Bo-Katan well enough on Mandalorian. Uh, Ahsoka Tano was a little bit more opaque uh, to people who weren't as familiar with the lore, though, like when she was introduced. And I'm worried that that's because, you know, Filoni does that thing where he's just kind of, I think, operating on the assumption that people know the work. I There's this other thing that I've noticed that I'm... This is a minor thing, but it's something I'm a little bit concerned about going forward. Um, in specifically in regards to Ahsoka, is that in all of her live action appearances, so far anyway, which has only been a couple of appearances, they've been really cagey, read as have not acknowledged at all that she was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Like, that has not come up at all. And I'm wondering if th- th- someone is afraid of how the live a- people who have only watched the live-action series would react to that. But it does seem weird to me that even no. in Book of Boba Fett, yeah. when she's literally hanging out with her closest friend, her mentor, the man who she has called her literal brother... She is hanging out with his son, and it just never comes up. It seems weird yeah. to me. Well, I think it's probably just because they didn't want to draw focus to it. Like, I think it'll come up on the Ahsoka show. You know what I mean? I I hope so. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, we even got several flashbacks to, well, shortly before where Ahsoka would have been in the picture. But, like, you, it, there were... I feel like there even could have been opportunities to establish even like just a throwaway thing in a, in a Kenobi flashback about remembering her being in their, in their cadre. But yeah, it's, it is weird to me that the live action uh, projects have been so cagey about the fact that she is, that, that she is Anakin's sister. Like there's, uh, she, I mean, officially Padawan, but as far as, they're concerned. Ahsoka was garbage at any of the bullshit rules that the Jedi Order did, and we all know how Anakin turned out. So, yeah. Anakin should have quit being a Jedi, and then and just like Ahsoka did, with, frankly. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's that's uh, there's the meme going around of his sister had the right idea. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's enough of a detour to the Mandalorian. Gen, what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Um, okay, so I am um usually pretty late to jump on bandwagons. Um but I finally sat down and watched a couple anime that are pretty popular right now, and that is Chainsaw Man and Spy Family. Both and of those are excellent. I think they're both pretty pretty dang good. And I like them. 
I know we touched on Chainsaw Man previously. Like, uh, it's such a, it's a very, you, you know how shonen tends, to, like old shonen anime tends to have those themes of if if you believe in yourself and do your best, nothing is impossible. Oh yeah, it it. <laughs> I love how Denji, like, goes against so many, like, main character, like, hero tropes. Um, because, like, yeah, you expect, like, main character, like, oh, you have, you know, these, these overarching desires to save humanity, and he's just like, nah, not really, don't care, I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> and it's, just, it's honestly refreshing. He just... Wants to eat jam and touch boobs. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> yep. And and how, how dare an, an anime make me freaking openly cry at the first episode. Fair. No, super fair. How I... dare... <laughs> I'm excited to I'm I'm going to be reading the manga later this year, but I oh, yeah. loved I loved it. Well that's um, kinda like um like I also went and finally watched the anime version of Dororo Hedoro. Mm-hmm. Um which I love. I binged the manga like completely. Um so I'm kinda like Oh, I know all this stuff and this thing and that thing and there's that thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, why well, don't know? Why isn't there the rest of the story? Um, but yeah, and I'm currently like halfway through Spy Family, which is also super good. And I love how it's like hardcore, like political spy thriller mixed with slice of life comedy the characters in it are all great like oh, yeah. sincerely and, and great yeah but no it's it's refreshing to see anim- see these new anime kind of like mixing things up with the traditional anime tropes and mm-hmm. and i think that's why that's part of why they're so enjoyable I'm I, I'm also was very much on board for Spy Family. There's going to be a movie coming out Ooh. later this year, so I'm very Yay. excited for that. Yes. Um, uh, Anya is just a fantastic like POV character. Mm-hmm. She's extremely funny. Best little gremlin. She yeah, full like you could make a folder of reaction images of just Anya's face. Mm-hmm. And you would get new faces for, with every episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even kidding. Oh, it's great. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I may be late to the party, but if you haven't checked them out, check them out. They're very good. That's it. Otherwise, I've been watching The Great North, but that's not really an anime. I've been I'm, watching I'm The a, Great North, too. I'm a few too. episodes behind that. on that. I need to catch up. I think I'm one episode behind. But yes, been... that's I I love the Great North. 
it's such a comfort for comfort choice for me. It really is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Just yeah, makes I, me feel better. Yeah, it's because it's like Bob's Burgers, but it's it's like a less stressful. Yeah, if I can put it that way. Yeah, it's like the the stakes are so much lower in that show. And like, yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just and and there's so much just like good goodness in and around and I don't know. I love that show. I watched a Yuri. I've been getting into this Yuri anime recently that gave me so much queer joy. I don't even know how to phrase it. Which one? Um, I, I okay. I hate the title. I want to put that out there first. Okay, I hate the title because it's Bring a freaking paragraph. Oh, oh boy, what are those? Yeah, the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Yeah, I hate the title so much, which is like the only negative I can say about it. It's just this um, thing where they're getting more and more SEO titles coming out of Japan. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate these these sentence long titles. It's so bad, but like that feels like a, so. What is the, uh, that feels like a doll e prompt. Uh, <laughs> the the what, magical revolution of the reincarnated princess. Let me type this princess. in. The okay. magical. Oh, no, I, I have it up. The magical revolution of the reincarnated princess. Reincarnated princess. I'm typing that in. Is and uh, the genius young lady. If you want the full and type. the genius <laughs> young lady. So it's the magical revolution of the reincarnated princess and the genius young lady. Yes. That All is right. I want to find out what image that generates, or <laughs> and one of the four images it generates will be the thumbnail for this episode. Are you gonna add? <laughs> are you gonna add anime though? No. Nope. Have it be realistic. Oh no. Be honest. Yeah. Here we go. Oh no. Oh, we got a couple of these. That one's oh, actually kind of neat. Uh, I feel like I'm ripping off an artist though. If I use that one, so uh, you'll get the one that looks like really bad cosplay. Oh, no. Um, it it's but yeah, it it's really interesting because it's a I can't recommend it enough, especially in regards to not just the girl power aspect, but from like the sheer queer joy I get from it, because it is about an out lesbian princess who's an inventor. And um, after her younger brother spurns his betrothed, um, she immediately develops a crush on this girl and convinces her to help her with these uh, inventions because magic is a thing in the world they exist in, but the princess can't do it. And she will do basically anything to be able to do magic and the levels of what she is willing to do to her body to achieve this. I'm not saying that there's some trans parallels, but there's definitely some trans parallels there. Okay. Uh, the writing is just, it's just so the, the writing is just so deep and complex. The characters are fully fleshed out people. Um, it's fun getting a queer fantasy story that's not even about trauma. It's about it's you have this character who, again, is this out lesbian protagonist and she's an inventor. She's extremely silly. She's 
uh, clingy to the people who she loves. She's just this phenomenal person to be around. And her love interest is a really, is a really fun character in her, in her own right. Her, uh, her nurse is a, uh, a really cool character. Um, the King is just so frustrated, but, um, perhaps more importantly, it's leading into the idea that these two girls loving each other, it's not enough that they have these feelings that are very clearly gradually becoming reciprocated. It's not enough for them to appreciate each other. It's that they need to revolutionize and overthrow the system, not just for their own happiness, but for the good of everyone. So like using a magical world with uh, queer protagonists uh, to actually make some pretty good arguments about emancipation politics. I-, I can't recommend this anime enough. It's only like 12 episodes and it made me c- joy cry. Seriously, take a look at it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Neat. Sally <laughs> uh, gets really uh, uh, excited about this Yuri anime. It's quite good. It's fine. <laughs> She's trying to find one of these without horrific looking eyes. <laughs> uh... Oh my god, that's scary. That one's the worst. The pose is better, but the faces are... Also, um, less politically charged, but... Uh, again, you might get a kick out of this one. Mm. Uh, Bochi the Rock is really good. Yeah, it, I've heard of that. It's really popular, but it, for, like for a reason. It's about a uh, a um, girl with like incredibly bad sociophobia, but also really great guitar skills. Mm. Um, and uh, when a local high school girl girl band recruits her. Uh, the three other band members, two of whom are extreme extroverts, kind of force her to come out of her shell. And mm-hmm. the result is really fun. Sometimes maybe hits a little too close to home, especially if uh, you hung out in uh, crappy venues listening to local bands a lot when you were younger. But uh, I do recommend that one, too. It's excellent. Mm. All right. That reminds me that I should rewatch Beck. Yes, you should. I should do that too, actually. All right. So, but anyways, anyways, the show we're doing. Let's move on from anime and to okay. a uh, a new a new new segment that's kind of an old segment that we're doing instead of the vomit hat Steve challenge starting this episode, and that is trivia time with Ken and Celeste. We where I am going to be giving. Gan and Celeste, a trivia quiz on something nerdy, and uh, they will have to uh, figure out the answers, and they're going to play as a team, and we'll see how well they can do on these. I did not write these quizzes. I am using them from a quiz website. (laughs) Um, So uh, we're going to start out um, with a a 20-question quiz on the Lord of the Rings called Lord of the Rings 
Who am I? Oh no. Oh boy. Again, it's less didn't hear the audience noises I just put in. Um All right. Your these will all be multiple choice. Okay. And you, you, you will have three hints where on three questions you can choose to eliminate two of the answers. Mm-hmm. Like a half and half. Yeah. You get three of those for the whole. Okay. But So use them sparingly. Mm. All right. Question one. I was the Lord of Lossenark and came with 200 men to aid Gondor in a time of need. Am I Imharil? Am I Forlong? Am I doing here? Or am I Duolin? Um. Oh boy. <laughs> I have no idea. Gondor calls for aid. Uh, yeah, but this Duolin. is not the War of the Pelennor Fields. It sounds like. Uh yeah. Uh, this might have been an earlier battle. Um. Do you want the name? Hmm? Yeah, I want the answers again. The your choices are Imrahil, Forlong, Duinher, as in D U I N H I R, or Duolin, D U I L I N. Imrahil, Forlong, Duinher, Duolin. Gondor. I was the Lord of Lossnark and came with 200 men to aid Gondor in a time of need. I think it's one of the D ones, and there are yeah. two D ones to kind of screw us up. Well, nope. Uh, Doolin, because he's fighting. All right. Moving on to question two. <laughs> no idea. All right. Question two. I made Mary a knight of Rohan. Am I Aomer, Erkenbrand, Theoden, or Gambling? As in Mary the name. I made Mary a knight of Rohan. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I know who. Well, no, it's because listeners that's... at home may not understand who uh, Mary Randy Buck was, but right. Well, it's just to be be clear because "make Mary" and "made Mary" are like actual like phrases in the English language. Uh, so, but in 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 the context of this question, in the context, if... I fully understand. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was. <sighs> was it, it was Theoden? Wasn't it? I'm going to go with Theoden. Okay. He would have had to, because he was king. Otherwise, it would have been Eomer, and Eowyn would have wanted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eomer knighted him so that he could join them on the, the battle. <sighs> okay, next question. All right, so your answer is Theoden? Yeah. Okay. I am the lieutenant of Baradur. Am I... I'm going to butcher these names. Sangho Hyondo, 
Gothmog, the Mouth of Sauron, or Shagrat? Shagrat. That is the rat who shags. Shagrat. Mm -hmm. Shagrat. Okay, I'm going with you. I was the gatekeeper in Bree. I later joined Bill Fernie's crew of ruffians. Oh, yeah. Am I Barleyman Butterbur? Am I Harry Goatleaf? Am Mm. I Knob? Or am I Bob? Mm-hmm. It's not definitely not Butterbur. Okay, and um, I'm pretty sure it's not Knob because Knob is the one is the is Butterbur's like helper. I don't think it's Bob because Bob is too boring. Okay, we'll go with Greenleaf guy. Yeah, yep. Harry Goatleaf. Goatleaf. Harry Goatleaf. All right. I was the Thane of the Shire. Father of Peregrine. Am I Paladin? Am I Drogo? Am I Bilbo? Or am I Bungo? Paladin. All right. Paladin took? I think. Sounds right. We know it's not Bilbo. (laughs) And I know it's not Drogo, because Drogo was uh, Frodo's father. Hmm. Unless there's something Drogo's wife doesn't know. Um, no, Belladonna <laughs> is fine. All right. So we're going with Paladin? I think so. Okay. All right. I get so many of these wrong. Here is your next one. Number this six. This is hard. I committed treason against my lord, but was spared by King Elisar. Later, I became the personal guard of Faramir. Am I Burgil? Am I Pippin? Am I... Baragond, or am I Ingold? It's either Pippin or Baragond. Let's go with Pippin. For stupid reasons. Gotta find my corner. Oh, yeah, sorry, cause... wrong Pippin. <laughs> Schmigadoon season two is amazing, guys, by the way. Um, I believe it. LSR, I believe, is what they called Gandalf. Baragon just makes me think the uh, four-legged kaiju from oh, the Toho movies. Like I understand, but Baragon was an actual dude. No, I, I in, believe in it. the Gondorian armor that um, we hung out with in the books. Okay, and he was really cool. All right, so you're going with Pippin. Yeah. All right. Next question. I was Theoden's grandfather and the least like king of Rohan. <sighs> Am I Thangel? Am I Brego? Am I Walda? Or am I Fengal? Uh, Was it Fengal? I don't. (laughs) This is really hard. The 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 funny part is that I'm I'm back in Tolkien mode right now because my I someone I'm close to is reading, um. The, the books right now. And I'm reading yeah. the Silmarillion right now. Yeah. But like so far, most of that book is. And then uh, Melkor was a dick. Yep. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I purposely that... picked a very difficult quiz. Uh, we noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't read the books in a bit. Even the, the extended ones. 
Um, do remember that you, you do have you do have three chances to use a fifty fifty. Run the names by me again. So, Thangle, Brego, Walda, and Fengal. I think the first one. Thangle with the TH? Thangle? Yeah. Actually, Thangle sounds right to me, too. Yeah, because okay. um, a bunch of his lineage all had TH names. That's all I remember. <laughs> okay. All right. Like before him. Next question. Inkenus, I-N-C-A-N-U-S, was one of my many nicknames. Am I Aragorn? Am I Gandalf? Am I Legolas? Or am I Elrond? Incanus, I N C, incorporated, but <laughs> I'm almost like like it makes you think like incantation, which feels like a Gandalf thing. No. Okay. No. Okay. I don't. I've never. I want to say Elrond because I don't like he's older. That's true. And I don't know his nicknames that as well. Mm. Yeah, I can go with Elrond. I can. Well, let's go with Elrond on that one. All right. Oh, I want to go with Elrond and hang out. All right. Seems cool. <laughs> All right. I was one of Theoden's sisters and would later marry Eomund. Am I uh, Lothiriel? Am I Theodwin? Am I Morwen of Lothurnach? Or am I Gilrain? Huh. I would go with Theodwen. Because the TH. Tolkien does that a bit where people will have similar, either like almost rhymey names um, or like similar sounding names, or they'll keep the certain letters. In, in the names. Okay, so you're going with Theodwin? Yeah. All right. I support Theodwin. All right, number 10. <laughs> I discovered Sauron's servants while searching the Anduin near Gladden Fields. I was alarmed that Sauron had learned about Isildur's end, but I did not warn the council. Am I Radagast, Galadriel, Saruman, or Gandalf? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to have to say Saruman. Saruman the White. Because mm-hmm. the rest of them would have reported it to the council. All right. I agree. Number 11. We're halfway through, guys. I decided to ride out to glory during the Battle of Helm's Deep. I thought we were charging to certain death until I saw a rider clad in white. Am I Aragorn? Gambling, Eomer, or Theoden? Easy. Aragorn. Look to the east on the light of the, th- of the fifth day. I was the High Warden of the White Tower of Ecthelion. Am I Boromir? Eorlus? 
Faramir or Denethor? Fucking Denethor. Denethor! I, I just feel it. I just have like the shot Denethor. of him like shoving meat into his face at the table. The like, tomato. The tomato. The goddamn tomato. The fucking oh, tomato. So gross. Sorry I'm swearing so much. I mm, don't like Denethor. <laughs> Dumbass. All right. Gross. <laughs> Next question. During my reign, Gondor had reached the height of its power. Am I. I'm going to say these names wrong for sure. Aerner, Elisar, Hjarmendasil the first, or Hjarmendasil the second. Hmm. I'd almost feel bad if it wasn't the one of the Hjarmendasils of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and remember, um, you do have are, you do have um, three fifty fifties that you can use. Yeah, but I think Alessar is Aragorn, so I'm gonna say him. Oh, okay, I I support this decision. Think of the I'm third age, the height stuff. Okay, all right. Um, I helped Theoden through the Stonewayne Valley because I wanted to see Gorgon dead. Am I here gone? Am I Gonburigon? Am I Halbarad? Or am I Uflak? Run the you didn't make any again. of those up. No, 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 no. Run the question again. I helped Theoden through the Stonewayne Valley because I wanted to see Gorgon dead. Am I Hirgon? H I R G O N. Am I Gonburi Gon, as in G H A N B U R I G H A N? It's like three words. Uh, am I Halbarad, H A L B A R A D, or am I Uflak, U F L A K? I'm going to go with Halbarad. Okay. Halbarad is fun to say, so I will agree with you. I stabbed a troll in the foot while in Moria. Am I Mary? Am I Pippin? Am I Frodo? Or am I Sam? Samwise. <laughs> I, this is one of my favorite Sam scenes. It, it's, <laughs> it's Samwise Gamgee. The best go friend with anyone could ask for. Best right. boy Sam. All right. Question 16. I am the chief of Elrond's house. Am I Galdor? Am I Eladan? Am I Glorfindel? Or am I a restor? I think Glorfindel. Glorfindel sounds right. I would. Okay. You're going with Glorfindel? You're going with Glorfindel. Glorfindel. All right. I was also present at the Council of Elrond. I had come on an errand from Cirden. Am I Legolas? Am I Galdor? Am I Glorfindel? Or am I. Gildor Inglorian. I was also present. <laughs> hmm. I was also at the Council of Elrond. <laughs> 
Because, like, I know Legolas was at the Council of Elrond, but I feel like he wouldn't oh, be... Oh, he definitely I was. was. Up there. Like, <laughs> he was important. So and my bow. Mm-hmm. That's important. They were on an errand from what? From Cirdan. C-I-R-D-A-N. This might be where Glorfindel is, and I think I'm wrong on the previous one. Mm. We can change your answer. And again, you have three fifty fifty. You are three quarters of the way through this quiz, and you haven't yeah, used we haven't any used of your. You haven't yet. used any of your fifty fifty. I don't want to use them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fail on my own merit. Uh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it pays <laughs> out for them. Um, I think I. I'm pretty sure Glorfindel was definitely there. Um, I think he was doing his own stuff. Um. Well, everyone knew he was always Glorfin. Like, that was, like, his thing. He's like, stand back, I'm about to Glorf. Yeah, his real name was actually Mike, but everyone called him Glorfindel because he was Glorfin all the time. Rude. You know his catchphrase, it's Glorfin time! (laughs) Don't like it. No, for the, um... I'll say Glorfindel. Okay. Do you want to change your previous answer or leave it the other yes. one? Okay. So the Chief of Elrond's house. Is it Galdor, Eladan, Glorfindel, or Arrestor? I think the first one. Galdor? Yeah, I was about to say the... the... Okay. I think Galdor. Galdor. All right. Number 18. I am called the Shipwright. Am I Celeborn? Am I Cirden? Am I Gildor and Glorian? Or am I Thranduil? By the way, I hate saying these fucking names. <laughs> it's my own <laughs> yeah, fault. Um, it's Celeborn. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I said Celeborn. Yeah, it's Cal- yeah, C-E-L-E-B-O-R-N. Okay. Well. Yeah, that's Celeborn. Celeborn. Um... All right. I think it's I think it's the second one. Which one? Oh, you Number weren't two. saying the answer was Caliborn. You were saying it was pronounced Caliborn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's No, the answer I think is number 2. The Cirdan, uh, C I R D A N. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. Cirdan, Cirdan. Number 19. Two. We're almost done. Number 19. We are twins and our father is Lord Elrond. Are we <sighs> Eladan and Elrohir? Are we Hama and Haleth? Are we Eladin and Elros? Or are we Rumil and Orofin? It's one of the E's. Want to go with Eladin and Elros? Sure. So Eladin and Elros and not Eladan and Elrohir. Okay. Final question. I sent word to Helberad to gather the Duandane to find Aragorn because I knew that's what he really wanted. Am I Elrond? Am I Haldir? Am I 
Celeborn or whatever the heck you say that as, or am I Galadriel? I think it's Elrond. I, I'm going to go with Elrond, yeah. Yeah. All right. That is your final question. I'm going to hit the answer button, and we're going to find out how you did. <laughs> First question. Real bad. The Lord of Lostnark was not uh, Doolin. It was Forlong. Okay. The people of Minas Tirithlin often called him Forlong the Fat or Forlong the Brave. Uh, the second no question, I made Mary a Knight of Rohan, is incorrect. You said Theoden. The answer is Eomir. It was Eomir. It was Eomir. Theoden made Mary a squire. and Because uh, that was after everything and Theoden had stepped down and Eomir. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> the Lieutenant of Barad-dûr was not Shagrat. It was the Mouth of Sauron. It was the Mouth. It was the Mouth. I, I, I should have have spoken up. No one shagged a rat. Also, Shagrat I, was an actual orc in the story, though. I know. I just, I love the mouth of Sauron because, like, his his whole thing, he just comes out and is like, who's worthy to talk on, All right. to be on behalf of Sauron? Not you, Aragorn, you don't count. I got some good news for you. I got some news okay. for you. Question four, the gatekeeper of Bree was Harry Goatleaf. Yes. And? Yeah. Peregrine Took's father is Paladin. Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, I think all the three others are in the t- the uh, Bilbo's line. You did real bad here, guys. All right, you oh, committed yeah. treason against the Lord, but was spared by King Elisar. You guys answered Pippin, and the answer was Baragond. It was Baragond. Yay! Gosh. And uh, Theoden's grandfather was. N- this is you're gonna hate this. It was not yeah. Thangle. It was Fengal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he does that a lot. It, it sucks. Fengal with an F. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was one of my many nicknames. You guys said Elrond. The answer was Gandalf. Oh, my gosh. Oh. The men of Harad called Gandalf Incanus, meaning North Spy. Freaking, I know nothing about the freaking self on the upside uh you guys some good news uh theoden's sister is theodwin and uh it was a uh, saruman who did not inform the council so mm-hmm. you got those two right because uh, he eventually yeah. betrayed the council unfortunately uh it was not aragorn who rode out to glory during the battle of helm's deep thinking he was charging to a certain death it was theoden ah um, and unfortunately, the High Warden of the White Tower was not Denethor, it was Boromir. No. I hate no. this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This quiz <laughs> makes me feel stupid. I'm so sorry. I'm so dumb. No! Uh, uh, we should have gone with Celeste's instincts during the uh, height of Gondor's power, because it wasn't Elisar, it was Hjarmendisil I. <laughs> I... Oh, how is this? How am I <laughs> good at this? Unfortunately, Halbarad did not help Theoden through Stonewayne Valley. It was, in fact, Gonbury Gon, the, the, the name that I was sure was made up and not an actual thing from Lord of the Rings. Oh. Um, Frodo stabbed the troll in the foot. Oh, Frodo did? Yeah. 
Okay, that's now Not I'm Sam. embarrassed. That one's, that, was, well, that one's on Sam, Celeste. Sam does something really badass with a oh, you know, he he stabbed an Urakai in the leg. That's yeah. what I'm ah, damn it. Dag nabbit. All right, the chief ah, of Elrond's man. house. Uh, so the um the bad news is he got it wrong with Galdor. Okay. The good news is it wasn't your original answer. It wasn't Glorfindel. It was Aristor. Aristor. Yeah, that was my backup. Uh, the bad news is is that uh, the person who was on an errand from Cirdan at the Council of Elrond was actually Galdor, not Glorfindel. Mm-hmm. Son of a biscuit. On the upside, Cirdan is called the Shipwright. Mm-hmm. Oh. And y'all picked the wrong E name for uh, Elrond's twin kids. Uh, they, they were Aladan and Elrohir and not Eladin and Elros. And finally, uh, the person who sent word to Halbarad to gather the Duodane and find Aragorn was not Elrond, it was Galadriel. Okay. We, I'm gonna blow up Elrond. We got 5 out of 20, guys. Whoa. <laughs> you know... I hate it. You no, know, we did bad, but at least I did bad on this test and not on the insurance exam that I spent the last month studying for. Are you are you ready for a test that is supposed to be just as hard but is half as many questions and it's about <sighs> Star Wars? And I know the first question at least will be a gimme. Uh, sure, sure, why not? I'm not going to be helpful on this. Yeah. All right. And I, I wasn't, the only stuff I know right now is times Melkor was a dick. So I'm not. That <laughs> well, now it's your turn. Okay. Now it's my turn. You so got go. this. All right. Here you, you better go. better than me. Here you go. All right. Question one. In A New Hope, the hologram message that Leia sent to Obi-Wan via R2 said that Obi-Wan had served Leia's father during the Clone Wars. Who is this person Leia was referring to, and what actor played him in Attack of the Clones? Is it A, Jack Thompson as Bail Organa? Is it B, Jimmy Smith as Bail Antilles? Is it C, Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa? Or is it D, Jack Thompson as Bail Antilles? See, I now I'm I know it's Bail Organa. Okay, but now I'm like, was Jack, t- was was Jimmy Schmitz not in a- Attack of the Clones? I hate that movie. <laughs> the only clue I'll give you is only one person has played this character in live action. Oh, then it's it's Jimmy Schmitz then. Yes, Morgana. Yeah, yeah. No, if someone else played him, maybe in like I don't Attack of the Clones is a bad movie. Okay, I don't remember it well. All right, here you go. Which of the following actors has not portrayed Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader? Okay. Jake Lloyd. Jeremy Bullock. David Prowse. Or Sebastian Shaw. And remember, you do have three 50-50 eliminations on these that you can use. You should have used them last quiz. (laughs) Because I know Jake Lloyd and David Prowse absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not familiar with Sebastian Shaw is an X Men villain. <laughs> I 
who is the who is B? Uh, Jeremy Bullock. And it was who hasn't played. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with Sebastian Shaw then. Okay. All right. In the Empire Strikes Back, this is an annoyingly trickily worded answers, by the way, on this one. In the Empire Strikes Back, how long did Yoda state he had trained Jedi? Nine hundred years? Almost eight hundred years? Since before Luke was born, or eight hundred years? I think he only says before Luke was born. He says that he's 900 years old, but I don't think he said he's been doing it for 800 years. I could be wrong, though. No, let's go for it. Let's go for it, yeah. Oh, since before Luke was born? Okay. And remember, you guys can use your 50-50s on some of these. Um, question four. In The Phantom Menace... In The Phantom Menace, what color does Watto roll with his chance cube? Um, oh. It's just a blank that's not a... It's a color. Sorry, I didn't say the answers. Sorry. What color does Watto roll with his chance cube? Uh, Yellow, red, blue, or green? Red. I thought it was blue. Blue? Trust you. Friends. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Phantom Menace in a long time either. All right, um, you guys are choosing blue. Got it. Blue. Okay. <laughs> I'm not letting you. All right. Which two characters have used the phrase "delusions of grandeur"? <clears throat> One, Han Solo and C-3PO. Two. C-3PO and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Next option, Han Solo and Leia. Or Chewbacca and (laughs) (laughs) R2-D2. I mean, to be fair, we can't be sure that they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. And remember, Um, you can, can, again, you have Three fifty-fifty hints you can use on this quiz, and you are halfway through it. I can't. Can I use the fifty-fifty on this Absolutely. one? Absolutely. Okay. So your answers remaining are either we limited two of the answers. The your choices are Han Solo and C three PO, or Chewbacca and R two D two. Han Solo and C three PO. That's what I'm. Yeah. All right. In The Phantom Menace, Darth Maul's red and black skin coloration is natural for his species. True or false? False. All right. In Attack of the Clones, after the arena battle between the Jedi and the droids, a couple Jedi are pushed in with the circle of the survivors as Count Dooku begins to speak. These two Jedi, Plo Koon and Ki-Adi Mundi, we're leading a mission to do what? One, shut down the droid control ship. Two, 
prevent Count Dooku from escaping, three, capture the Separatist diplomats, or four, steal the designs to the rumored ultimate weapon being developed. Um, I know which one sounds the coolest. Which, which one do you think sounds the coolest? Uh, stealing plans. I, I, I'm Unfortunately, I know that one's not it, because they didn't know. They didn't know. Also, we're in Attack of the Clones. I don't Star War. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's to prevent Count Dooku from escaping. Yeah, prevent Count Dooku from escaping. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He was a friend of J.R.R. Tolkien, actually. Not Count yeah. Dooku. Yeah. I don't know. I think Count Dooku knew him also. All right. In A New Hope, how fast does Han say the Millennium Falcon can go? 0.50 past light speed, 0.5 past light speed, 12 parsecs, and less than 12 parsecs. Less than 12 parsecs. Are you sure? I, I think it is. Okay. In Return of the Jedi, when is Admiral Piet killed? One, when Vader force chokes him. Two, he's one of the surviving members of the Empire. Three, when a Super Star Destroyer fires into the Death Star. Or four, when an A-Wing fighter crashes into the bridge. I think he's the A-Wing guy. I'm going with that he's the A-Wing guy. Okay. Final question. Luke realizes Leia was his sister in which episode of Star Wars? It's just a bunch of episode numbers. So it's six. Yeah. Are there any questions you want to go back to and use a 50 50? You have two left. Nah, nah. Let's just find out how wrong I am. Next time, I'm not going to look up the, the problem is I looked at the answers ahead of time, so I couldn't participate and argue for answers because I knew some of these that you didn't. The good news is you got the first answer right. It is, in fact, Bail Organa, played by Jimmy Smiths. Um, number two, um, you got incorrect. Uh, Jeremy Bullock did not play Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader. He, in fact, actually played Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw? He was, um, he was one of the stunt performers for uh, Darth Vader. No shit. Okay, cool. And, uh, sorry. He has scary mutant power. And, uh, Yoda, uh, his line is that he has trained Jedi for 800 years. Not sure. before okay. Luke was born. Born uh, again. On the upside. I mean, you, technically they're the same. Like, <laughs> well, I mean. 800 the, years is before Luke was born. But, the question yeah. is what he said, not what he uh, did. Uh, so, uh, the good news is we got some good right answers here. Uh, the Watto did roll blue on his cube. Nice. Uh, the two char characters who say Delusion of Grandeur are, in fact, Han Solo and C-3PO. In Phantom Darth Maul's red and black skin is not natural for his species. They are, in fact, tattoos. Mm -hmm. And another member of his species uh, is... Uh, there's also another Zabrak on the Jedi Council in The, in the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you were incorrect about Plukun and Kiedi Mundi's mission. Their mission was to shut down the droid control ship. 
Oh, those assholes. And Especially Plo Koon. And you're incorrect about the speed of the Millennium Falcon, because the correct answer was 0.5 past light speed. The clue was that less than 12 parsecs. A parsec is a distance, is a measure of distance, not of speed or time. So... I don't. I still refuse to accept that George Lucas knew that. I will never. It's not about what Lucas knew. knew It's about what's canon now. The good news is you were correct when Admiral Piet died and when an A-wing crashed into the bridge, and uh, you were absolutely correct about which movie that Luke realized Leia was his sister. You scored six out of ten, which is in fact (gasps) the average score for this quiz. The, the average score for the Tolkien one was 10 out of 20, and you guys did 5. So, But on this one, you were average. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Oh, boy. With that weird... Uh, I'll pick shorter quizzes next time. That Lord of the Rings was too freaking long. Um, mm. With that, though, we should probably call an exit to this amazing episode of the Nerd and Tie podcast. Um, I am Trey Dorn. I'm Celeste Startwin. And I am Gen Proc, and I might have to go reread the Tolkien books. <laughs> and uh, remember, if you like the show and you want to tell your friends about it, you know, we got social media. We have uh, a Facebook page, facebook.com slash nerdandtie. You can find us on Tumblr at nerdandtie.tumblr.com. And technically, we have a Twitter. I don't know if the auto updaters are still working, because I don't know if anything at Twitter is still working. Uh, but I guess if you're still alone on Twitter, surviving that wasteland of blue-checked nightmares, uh, you could follow that account. Stuff should go to it, but if it doesn't, oh well. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> remember, uh, if you feel like financially supporting the show, you can support us on... Um, you can sponsor episodes of the show. Uh, there's a sponsor link on the website, nerdandtie.com, or you can... Um, you know, just like support us individually. Like I've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. Celeste has got a Patreon at patreon.com slash Celeste is best. Uh, again, make stuff. What's you, the name of your store is changing, isn't it? Yep. I've rebranded. It's no longer Ocelot Dude Designs. You can find me now at cryptidarcade.com. I love the new name. It's a great I new love name. it so much. It's a great new name. Anyways, uh, and uh, remember, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on Spotify, anywhere the podcasts are distributed through the networks of the interweb and downloaded to your local device where you can then stream it to your ears. Uh, and please rate and review us in those places if you feel like it. And remember, in your heart, in your souls, in the place where you are dark in the night trying to hold on to that last vestige of hope, remember, we're there too, and we're stealing your lunch. Next time, pack better stuff. And remember, we're part of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. There's a lot of great podcasts out there on the network, including Casual Trek, which updates fortnightly on the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. And it is a great podcast where you can listen to two people who just sort of like Star Trek discuss random episodes of Star Trek. It's it's Casual Trek, and you can find... I love it. All the subscription links for that show at nerdandtie.com slash trek. Nerdandtie.com slash trek. And you should subscribe. You should check it out. Miles and Charlie are very funny and very entertaining and very British. It's the most British show on the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. (laughs) We guarantee it. And uh, 
yeah. I don't know. Enjoy the enjoy the thumbnail, I guess. <laughs> and the Valar were gathered, having a good time. But this displeased Melkor. So, uh, so oh. when they were all, when I they almost were forgot. All distracted, Melkor loosened the top on the salt Stop shakers. It. Stop and it. Made Stop it. I, for I forgot something important. Bad. I forgot something important. <laughs> oh, okay. The current members of the Hall of Awesome are, in fact... <laughs> Archimite, Zero, Rena Sandy, Cheese McDamage, Crystal, Slytherin, Shameless Attacker, The Random Ramblings, Van Corfan, Capito, Chris Graham, Lewis Source, Paper Godzilla, Cavsy, The Minnesota Librarian, Sean Orange, Keith Suzuwa, Sakura Sunset, Joel Carson, Patrick Delahanty, Wonderland Hearts, Megzi Council. If you want to be a member of the Hall of Awesome, go listen to a previous episode where I explain the whole damn thing. How do you get that doing in? That, huh? Well, I promised every episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Every episode, they get their damn name in the show. Oh, yeah, if you want to send us stuff for, like, us to read, or if you got, like, a better quiz or something like that, go to the contact An easier form. Tolkien quiz. Yeah. Yeah, please. I went hard because I thought if I challenged Gen with an easy one, Gen wouldn't have any fun. I would have had fun. I'm always having fun. Even now. <laughs> I don't know. Next time I'll do a Back to the Future quiz or something. Anyways, in your hearts, in your minds, in your souls, in your backpack, uh, just remember that we're always with you, always following you, always taking all of your stuff while you're not paying attention. And we will give it back if you ask politely, but we're, we're also not going to ask before we take it from you, which I know is rude, but it's like kind of like we have that kind of relationship. Like we share each other's pants and stuff like it's it it's 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 important that we're this close, right? Right? No, no, say your catchphrase, Celeste. Keep on spocking in the free world.